Hallelujah. And uh, I want to, to pray right now. If you can close your eyes. Beloved Jesus, there is no one like you. You are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are our Savior. And we are here to give you our lives. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, come in this place. Touch our hearts. Speak to our hearts today. Speak to your church. Speak to those who are here in this church and those who are going to listen us on the internet. I pray for your blessing upon all of them. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name I pray and everybody say, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved brothers, we are going through the series, The Power of Faith, right? And today I will preach the last message of this series. And today's word is faith to face suffering. <laughs> Could you say after me, faith to face suffering? Today I'm going to preach what no preacher has that who has faith likes to preach. And you can be sure, even if you have great faith, you are still going to suffer. Did you know that? <laughs> I told you, no preacher likes to preach what I'm going to preach today. But you need to receive this word with maturity. Because God wants to speak to you. And Christians that understand this principle, they are going to be happier. And they are going to please the Lord. Do you want to please the Lord? And you need to receive faith for suffering. I can confess to you, it's easier to have faith for miracles. But it's difficult to have faith for suffering. And I want you to read Hebrews 11. Do you remember what, is, what we have in Hebrews 11? Hebrews 11 talks about the people who had great faith. And I want you to read the same chapter that talks about the power of faith. But I want you to read the last verses about faith that most of us like to skip. <laughs> And I want to read Hebrews 11, 35 to 39. Please follow on the screen. By faith, women received their dead raised to life again. This is good. This is good. But by faith, by faith, others were what? Tortured. Not accepting deliverance. But they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings. Scourgings. Yes. And of chains and imprisonment. By faith. 
They were stoned. They were, they were sown in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And all this, and all this, all of them having obtained a good testimony through faith. They had faith. Pay attention. They had faith in suffering. Because having obtained a good testimony through faith and did not receive the promise. Beloved brothers and sisters, if you know me, I love talking about faith. I have experienced so many miracles through faith. I am even thinking about writing a book, How God Has Led Us in Such Miracles Ways. I am thinking. I have put something, I, have, I wrote something, I am thinking in the future. But today, I want to talk about the other side of faith. As I, as I told you, it's easy to have faith for miracle. But today, I want you to teach you, you need to have faith also for suffering. We need to learn how to deal with certain disappointments we experience in life. Many people lose their faith when they go through trials. This is what I have seen. I have seen many people that have strong faith. But when they go to trial, they lose their faith. We love to celebrate the good things that God does. But many churches, they don't talk about the times when things do not work out. And we need to learn how to deal with it. Amen? There are many churches. Preaching, teaching, everything's going to be alright. You are going to be prosperous. Everything. I know you are going to receive many miracles. But you need to pay attention to what we read in these last verses of Hebrews 11. I have seen people being healed from many diseases. I have seen. I have seen people healed from cancer. I have seen. And we believe it can happen. And we pray for it. But I want to share with you. Most of you know. But in, in, in 2016, whoever we received here, a missionary... In this church, who made us all happy. We were so thankful for having her here with us. Helping us and preaching the gospel in this country. But unfortunately, three years ago, after her arrival, she passed away. From cancer. 
Deep in my heart, I was in pain. And I had many questions in my mind. Many people ask me why. Where was God when this happened? I then I had to hold a funeral service. It was very hard for me and for us all. How can you process such loss? How do you make sense of it? How do you explain? Well, you don't. It may seem easier to blame things, to blame God, demons, human errors, the food you eat, sometimes demonic attacks. When I, when I, I was born again, in the beginning of my faith, I learned a principle. That when you don't understand something, when you don't understand something, we trust God in spite of it. Okay? When you don't understand, you still trust Him. We don't try to make sense of it because you cannot make sense of everything. There are things in life that don't just Make sense. Also the Bible says in Matthew 5 verse 45. That says God make his son rise on the evil and on the good. For both. There is no difference. And send rain on the just and on the unjust. There are many things we cannot make sense in this world. Don't make sense. Why? Because bonds will break. Car accidents will happen. Bad things will happen. Your child will hurt. Your child you hurt. By people that you love, maybe. And we have to be honest. Sometimes life is very hard. It's not easy. I told you in the beginning. It's not easy to preach this word. But I know at the end you're going to be stronger. Because you are receiving a strong food that comes from God. I'm not here to entertain you, to make you happy. I am here to tell you the truth, what the Bible says. And the Bible says in the book of Psalm 23, verse 4. There are seasons we walk through the valley of shadow of death. This is what the, your Bible says. There are seasons we all go through tribulation. Did you know? There are seasons. John 16, 33 says, In the world you will have, in the world you have tribulation. But be of good cheer. 
I have overcome the world. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. And today, I'm not here to give you explanations on why certain things happen. No. What, what I want is to learn how to walk through some of those moments in our life when you lose your ground. This is why I'm here. In this time, difficult time, when you lose your ground. And you say, wow, what's happening with me? When you have to face sickness. To deal with a family problem. To live through the abandonment of your partner. To deal with your parents passing away. To go through one accident or one day wake up and losing your job or losing your close friend. This is, this is what happened. I myself lost many friends from COVID. Many people say, COVID don't exist. You are silly, sorry. I lost many friends from COVID. And they were men and women of God. They were true Christians. And they passed away very suddenly. And it all seems unfair. So not right. Where is God in all of this? First, I need to say to you, I am a human being, okay? Pastor Marshall is a human being. I don't have all the answers. I also have questions, just everybody else. Just because I am pastor, it doesn't mean that I don't feel things like everyone else. I feel things like you. Just because I am a believer, it doesn't mean I don't have difficult and hard seasons. And because you are in church, I need to teach you, because you are in church, because you have the Holy Spirit over you, it doesn't mean that you can avoid hard times. Doesn't mean. But there are preachers saying that. If you have the Holy Spirit, nothing are going to touch you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Remember, that list of people in Hebrews 11, from 35 to 39, they were people of faith. Don't forget. And they suffered. Today you are receiving a great Teaching from the word of God. Because we need to understand. This is important. We need to understand. Not just to celebrate our victories. But to walk through certain situations. Without our faith being crushed. Crushed. Or destroyed. How do you make sense of all, all of it? How do you make sense? How do you rationalize 
it. All this suffering. It can be hard to understand people. But it's even harder to try to understand God's way. Right? I am dealing with people. It's not easy to understand sometimes people. <laughs> it's, it's hard, isn't it? To understand people. How can you understand God? With your human mind. Why? Because God is different. His he is infinite. And you are finite. He is omnipresent. And you are stuck to the present time. His ways, God's ways is higher than yours. His thoughts are higher than yours. And he is God. And you and I are not. You need to understand these principles. You may be able to understand, you may be able to understand another human being. But Hebrews 11 verse 6 says that it is impossible to please God without faith. You cannot do it with your rational mind. Please don't try to understand God if you are rational, if you are human mind. If you try, you're going to become crazy. Yeah. You cannot. Because why? <laughs> now the word's going to become better. Sorry. <laughs> I know it's heavy. But now the word's going to become better. Why? You cannot say, why God? Because God says, I am in a such different place than you, human being. I am in a such different dimension. I have no begin and no end. I live in eternity. I am eternal. I was never made. I was never created. And you cannot deal with me with your understanding, but with trust. Okay? He who comes to God, the Bible says, must believe that he is God, and he is the rewarder of those who seek him. Hebrews 11.6 says that. And the question is, how do you live your life and make sense of things? How do you go through things that doesn't fit your understanding? How? One doesn't fit. Say, it's hard to understand. How? I have the answer to you. Would you like to hear the answer? As I said, I told you it's become better, the word. <laughs> the answer is in Hebrew 11, verse 3. How can we understand things? <laughs> Let's read all together. Hebrews 11, verse 3. 
By faith, we understand. Hebrew 11.3. By faith, we understand that the world were framed by the word of God. That the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Then, my beloved brothers, you need to understand. Our start point as a Christian is not understanding, but our trust. It's not trying to understand, but your trust. You cannot deal with God based on your understanding. Look to the person next to you and say, you cannot deal with God based on your understanding. You cannot. Because you are going to be in trouble. <laughs> because God said, my ways are higher than your, yours. My thoughts are higher than yours. We as a human being, we live by formula. Right? We live by formula. One plus two is equal three. This is a formula. The problem is, God doesn't work by any formula. Did you know that? <laughs> he works by faith. Could you say God doesn't work by formula? He works by faith. <laughs> there are things formula do not apply. There are things that seem to be one way and then do not work out. Please look what I'm going to say now. If we don't start from the point of faith, our understanding will become our God. Okay? This is strong. What you need to, to get. If we don't start from the point of faith, our understanding will become our God. Because Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we... Could you repeat upon me? By faith we understand. Again, by faith we understand. By faith... We understand. Again, by faith. We understand. Again. You understand. By faith, we? Yes. If you don't start. By this point of faith, you are going to be lost. You are going to be bitter. And you are going to be in darkness. This is the point. That means the start point for understanding is not understanding. It's trusting in God. <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> I'm going to repeat again because I know. <laughs> That means the starting point for understanding is not understanding. It's trusting God. It's trusting in God. Why? Proverbs 3, 5. Let's read all together, please. In one voice. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And 
Lean not on your own understanding. Wow. Lean not on your own understanding. God is saying, please, beloved brothers and sisters, God is saying to you, trust me. Trust me in the valley of death. Trust me in the furnace. Trust me when in your healing. Trust me in your sickness. Trust me in your prosperity. Trust me in your poverty. Trust me when you have. Trust me when you don't have. Trust me when I bless you. Trust me when you are not blessed. Trust me. But if you try to put God in your understanding, wow, you are going to be in trouble. Trust me. When your kids are healthy, trust me when your kids are sick. Trust me, says the Lord. God says, trust me. And don't trust in your understanding. Amen? Why do some people of faith pass away? Why? Some people of faith pass away. Why did my friend... Another friend, Pastor Wessio, from Uberlândia, Brazil, a man of God. He passed away from COVID. A man of God. Why do you suffer? Why did my dad pass away at such a young age? Why? Why do things happen? There is no answer to why. Again, your understanding has to go back to the point of trust. By faith we understand. Amen? Can you say, by faith I understand? By faith I understand. Beloved brothers and sisters, if you try to understand by your understanding, you will go to a dark place. You you get disappointed. You get so discouraged. You drive you to alcohol. You drive you to drugs. You lead you to depression, anxiety. It takes you to unbelief. And will drive you to madness. If you don't have faith, you are as good as blind. The only way to start seeing is to have faith. Would you like to see? You need to have faith. Ah, this word that I'm giving you today is a powerful word. And you need to understand. You need, to, but you need to get the four parts of this teaching together. Okay? Don't just get. But some some believers they use just this part, and this is why you don't see so many miracles. If you look just this part, you are not going to see miracle. Why? I prayed for people with cancer and they got healed, but I prayed for people with cancer and they didn't. But my faith still, be, still keep going, believing. <laughs> this is the point. 
If you go, some believers, they say, oh, they believe in just this part. And because of that, they don't pray for people. They don't, they don't pray for people who is in suffering. Sorry, you are wrong also. We, our faith needs to be to go to both sides for miracles and for suffering. Can you say amen? amen? Because when you lose your faith, you lose sight. When you lose faith, your mind is not in light, but you are in darkness. Then you need to have this faith. Proverbs, I'm going to read again. Proverbs 3, 5. Let's read all together. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Oh, if you don't trust in the Lord, you are trusting your understanding. Okay? If you don't trust in the Lord, <laughs> you are trusting here. And you are going to be in trouble. You need to allow your understanding. Pay attention. You need to allow your understanding to be enlightened by the scripture today. Okay? Your understanding needs to be enlightened by the scripture. I'm not here to give solution to all, all these circumstances, but I have some things that is fact. Why have, why have we suffering in the world? Do you know why? Do we have suffering in the world? First, sin brought suffering. Sin brought suffering, not God. Second, God used suffering to bring salvation. Third, in the end, God will went out Suffering. Can you say amen? amen? Or the Bible says in the book of Revelation, all death, all pain, all rejection, all abuse, he will take away all the dark removing the night. It will always be day, the Bible says. The sun will never go down and will never rise again because he will be the source of the light. Darkness will be gone one day. <laughs> he will give us resurrected body. Did you know? After death, you are going to receive resurrected body. Did you know that? <laughs> And you never ever get sick again. Hallelujah. You never will feel weak again. And you, and you have a brand new body. Hallelujah. <laughs> For God in this present age... This is important. Many people don't like it, but this is important. God in this present age uses suffering for what? To refine us and purify us. He uses suffering to show his glory. Beloved brothers, 
I know many people, they only are in church because of suffering. If you look at your life, what was that time that you sought more for God? That you are crying out to God? When? In times of suffering. God uses to show his glory. And we need to enlighten our understanding with the word of God. And we need faith to understand our suffering. Look to the person next to you and help me to preach and say, you need faith. You need faith to understand our suffering. Again, say, you need faith to understand our suffering. Beloved brothers, when you are reading the Bible, please, don't read the Bible in this way. Let's see. Don't do that, please. Some people, they like to read the Bible. And sometimes they open between the New Testament and the Old Testament and say, mm, God don't want to speak anything. <laughs> or maybe, if, if you are like in trouble, and you open up your Bible, then you read, then Judas betrayed Jesus, and he went and suicided. So what? This is what? Maybe I have to do the same. No! This book... You have to read from cover to cover. Not just one piece. Like you have to read the full book. Book of Matthew, book of Mark, book of Luke, book of Acts, book of Romans, book of Galatians. All the books. Because you are going to have this big understanding. If you're not, you're going to be in trouble. Why I am teaching that? If you, read, if you are a Bible reader, pay attention what I'm going to say to you. If you are a Bible reader, you are going to see that this book is full of suffering. You are going to see here in this Bible, Jesus raising Lazarus from death after four days. Right? This part I know you love. But also, in this book, you are going to see a man called John the Baptist. A man of God. Don't say me that he hadn't faith. Don't say that to me. That man, John the Baptist, being beheaded by one evil, because of one evil woman. Then, Jesus this is this book. Then Jesus raises his friend from death. But his cousin, John the Baptist, is beheaded. How can you make sense of it? Is anything wrong here? You are going to see in this book, the apostle Peter being set free from prison by one angel is powerful, isn't it? When he was set free, he was in prison. Then when the angel came and said, Peter, wake up. <gasps> What's happening? Yeah, follow. Just follow me. And out the doors opened. It's like a Hollywood movie. Wow. 
Yeah, it's powerful. By faith. But also, you are going to see the apostle James. Joe's brother. The apostle James was one of the main apostles. He was always near to Jesus. Because every time Jesus was doing something, Peter, James, and John was together. James was one of the nearest apostles. But what happened? He was killed by King Herod. And he was good enough. How can you understand it? By faith. Few years ago, my brothers, I was going to Dublin Airport just to compare two testimonies that happened. Few years ago, I was going to Dublin Airport to pick up Pastor Humberto from Brazil, and he was coming to be with us. I stopped at uh, the Texaco gas, te uh, gas station to put some petrol in my car. Then I left the gas station and I looked to the left, I looked up to the left, to the cathedral here in Monaghan, and there was no car coming. I looked down to the right and there was no car coming. So I accelerated my car into the road when I got to the middle of the road, my car braked by itself, stopped. My car like, stopped without me putting my foot on the pedal brake. And, and when my car stopped, one car in a very high speed passed in front of me. I didn't break that car. I didn't put my foot on the brake pedal. I'm sure. I was trembling when it happened. And a car passed through a, like 120 kilometers per hour in front of me. I started trembling. I asked, who stopped this car? How this car stopped? I was accelerating my car. I was accelerating to enter in the road. And my car literally stopped. If my car had not stopped, I would be dead. Not here today. But I love one American pastor. David Wilkerson. How many of you know him? Maybe. Okay, some just. Uh, he is a famous preacher who wrote the very well-known book, the Cross and the Sweet Blade. I read this book years ago. A man of God, filled of the Holy Spirit. I don't compare to him myself. No comparison. He's a wise, filled of the Holy Spirit, a man of God. And he was killed in a head-on car crash. He crashed his car in a trailer tractor. And he was 79. <laughs> when I received this news, I said, God, what's going on? 
I started crying for him. Because I lo- it was a man of God. How do you understand? Years ago, my car stopped. Why? And it's, it's hard to understand. And the Bible, my brothers, reveal us from the beginning to the end. You need to understand, I am finishing now. God never created death, okay? You need to understand that. that. God never created death. He never created suffering. He never created sickness. He never created mental illness. He never created accidents. He never created disappointment. He created the world perfectly. If you read this Bible, you are going to see God created this world perfectly. But sin entered. And through sin came death. Okay? God created perfect. But as soon as sin entered, death, destruction, disappointment came to this world. How do you know that he loves me? How do I know that he loves me? How do I know? Because he did not let sin run its final curse. How do I know that he loves me? Sin came to destroy me. But he didn't let sin to destroy me. He didn't let sin to destroy you. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. See my beloved brothers. That God love. God love for you. Is not whether he answers your prayers or not. Pay attention. The love of God is not because he is answering your prayers. Because some people say. If God loves me. Why did he allow my parents to die? If God loves me, why my child is real? If God loves me, why he allow me to go through this much pain? If he loves me. If God loves me, Why he didn't stop the abuser? Why? If God loves me, why my parents get divorced? I I am here to say to you, the proof of God's love is not your blessings. The proof of God's love is not your blessings. The proof of God's love is that he gave his only begotten son to die for you. This is the proof of God's love. He gave to you his best, his only begotten son. And the greatest thing, the most important thing that proves God's love for you is that he died for you. 
He died for your salvation. He died for you to be forgiven. He died for you to be justified. He died for you to be redeemed. He died for you not to go to hell. He died for you to be saved. He died for you to be in his family. Can you say amen? amen. That's the proof of God's love. He loves you. Did you listen to me? He loves you. Could you say, he loves me? He loves me. Out loud, he loves me. Could you tell to the person next to you, he loves you? He loves you. Yes, he loves you. When you go to the, through the valley of death, he doesn't stop loving you. Amen? When you are faced with death of a loving one, he doesn't stop loving you. When you are unemployed, he does not stop loving you. When you are suffering, he does not stop loving you. Because the cross still remains. Hallelujah. The cross still remains and he loves you. Can you say amen? Could you put your hands together and applaud him? Because he loves you. He loves you. And he deserves all the glory and honor because he loves you. Look to the person that you and say, he loves you. He loves you. Hallelujah. Beloved brothers, I'm, I am really finishing. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me, I am finishing. <laughs> to deal, pay attention, please don't get distracted. To deal with disappointments, we need to deal with some myths first. Things that's not, do you know what is myths? Things that's not true, myths, okay? The first myth that you, you need to understand that's not true. God will take away all my present suffering. This is a lie. This is a lie. God will take away all my, my suffering. No, 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 no. Why? What you read in John 16, 33? In this world, in this world, you have tribulation. <laughs> That's a promise. That's a promise. I never saw one believer say, I want this promise fulfilled in my life, Jesus. I never saw anyone praying this prayer. <laughs> I never. In all my years serving the Lord, this is a promise. In this world, you have tribulation. I want to read another verse. 2 Timothy 3, 12. All together, please. In fact, everyone who wants to live a God life in Christ will be... Again, let's together. In fact, 
everyone, everyone, not some, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ will be persecuted. There will be suffering, my beloved brothers and sisters. This is what this Bible says. Don't believe in some preachers. Sorry. <laughs> they are not saying the truth. People will suffer for following Christ. Sometimes suffering begins as soon as you give your life to kill. Suffer being misunderstood, being mocked, and some are even killed by, for their faith. The Bible says that Jesus is a man of suffering. Did you know? Jesus is a man of suffering. Isaiah 53. Pay attention to that. I'm going to say. I'm finishing now. When he invites us to follow him. When Jesus invites us to follow him. He doesn't invite us to pleasure. Okay? He doesn't invite us to pleasure. He invites us to Daniel. To Daniel. To deny ourselves. He said, if you want to be my disciples, deny yourself. Take your cross and follow me. That's what Jesus said. He invites us to take up the cross. The symbol of Christianity is not beach or a sea of roses. It is the cross. This is the symbol of Christianity. It's not beach, eh? <laughs> good life, or a sea of roses. Ah, life is going to be. But it's a cross. Do you know who I? Do you know who I are? You here today? Do you know why you are listening to this preaching today? Do you know why? Because the blood of some apostles was shared. It was paid very high price. Some people they gave their lives to preach the gospel. Out of the 12 apostles, 11 were martyred. They gave their lives in order for you to receive the, the gospel today. I lost friends. They lost their lives preaching the gospel in different countries. Not because of persecution, sometimes accidents. They moved from one country to another country and they lost their lives they give their lives because of Jesus and many Christians have, that gave their lives because to preach the gospel and they lost their lives could you stand up please Do you have faith in Jesus? Faith is based not on your understanding. Faith is based in trusting. Do you trust him? Maybe you are not going to understand everything in life. I don't. 
But I trust, I keep trusting him. I trust in him. By faith, I understand. By faith, you are going to understand. Amen? Because of some small suffering, and because of some disappointments, in church, many people abandon their faith. I have seen that. People abandon church because something happened. Accidents or they lost something. We need to believe. To have a faith is to trust him, not your own understanding. Remember Hebrews 11, 35. They had great faith and they suffered and they died because of their faith. And I finish with that. You need to have faith to live and to die. Paul the Apostle said, if I live, I'm going to live to preach the gospel. If I die, it's much better because I'm going to be with the Lord. <laughs> this is wonderful. If I live, I'm going to live for Jesus. If I die, it's better. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. Close your eyes. You need to answer to God right now. If you trust, really trust Him. He's calling you to serve Him. He's calling you to give you your life to Him today. I'm not promising you your life is going to be better. I'm not promising you that you're going to be rich. You are going to prosper. No. I am promising you He's going to perform miracles in your life. You are going to see many Good things, great things happen in your life. But you need to trust Him. Pray right now and say, God, forgive me when I didn't trust in you, Lord. Forgive me, Lord, when I trust in my own understanding, Lord. Forgive me. Say to Him, Father, forgive me. When I didn't understand what happened with me. I know you love me. Not because of the blessings that you are blessing me. Because you loved me. You love me, Lord. You really love me. Keep your eyes closed. Don't open. Let the Holy Spirit to heal you right now. Maybe you went to suffering. Through pain. Maybe you question God. Why God? Why God? Say to him, Father, by faith I understand. By faith I understand. Just by faith. Because you are God. Not because you are blessing me. Because you are protecting me. You are God. Not because you are giving me things. But because your ways is higher than my ways. Father, I pray for all my brothers and sisters, Lord. I pray for all of them. Those who are in pain right now. 
Those who are going through hard circumstances in life, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Father, for this time of teaching. Help each one to have this faith. This faith that is based on trust. We trust in you, Lord. Doesn't matter what are going to happen. Doesn't matter, Lord, how much money I have in my bank account. Doesn't matter if I have a job. Or doesn't matter, Father, any circumstance, we trust you. We trust you for healing. We trust you in every circumstance. And I pray, raise here a strong church, Father. A people have, is going to have this strong faith. They are going to perform miracles through the name of Jesus. But also, they are going to be able to suffer because of the gospel, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray, I declare, Father, this strong faith growing through the listening and hearing the word of God today. Give it to these people a strong church, a strong faith. Visit all of them, those who are here in this church, those who are listening to me to, through the internet. I pray for your blessing upon their lives, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray and I bless all their lives. I declare miracles happen in their lives. But I declare their trust are going to grow more and more. And we never are going to trust in our understanding, Father. By faith, we understand. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Say, by faith, I understand. By faith, I understand. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Have a great week. And see you next week. In Jesus' name. If yeah, Let's give to God a big hand of praise. Let's worship him. Yeah. Glory to God.